You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. I believe that many of us have probably read about the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a lot of parable stories of the Lord and I, I cannot really exhaust uh, every stories that are here and we are going to talk about this for the next eight weeks. Okay, walong, walong linggo po natin pag-uusapan ito at uh, matututo po tayo rito, I'm sure. Let's open our Bible to the book of Luke chapter 8. Okay, let's start off at verse 4. It says here, And when a, cr- a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to him, uh, he said in a parable. Verse 5, it says, A sower, uh, sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew, says he grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. Uh, verse uh, 7, let me uh, move to verse 7. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into, the, into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 9. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said to you, It has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of testing fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you so much once more for the reading of your word. We believe that your Holy Spirit will step in and uh, teach us, Lord, guide us into all truth, lead us, Lord, into all truth. And it is our prayer, Lord, that you will also uh, help us, Lord, to always trust you in the things that we do. We believe, Lord, that we will not leave this room unchanged, Lord. We ask that you will uh, always, Lord, remind us that there is a purpose why we are living and there's a purpose why we are here in this world. We pray that this message will be a life-changing message, Lord, so that we can always see Jesus Christ, Lord, and people can see Jesus Christ in us. Once more, the glory, the honor, the praise is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, we're talking about the parable of the sower. And as you all know, in the ancient Near East, whenever they uh, sow the seed, Normally, pakalat po yan, no? pakalat siya. Hindi siya yung parang katulad ng ginagawa natin na uh, luluhod tapos magbabao ng seed sa lupa. But for them, isasabog nila yan. And then some seed, of course, will fall, of course, sa mga batuhan. And some seed will fall sa good soil. So, depende kung saan. Ang iba naman sa thorn bushes. So, that really depends kung saan. Kung may mga iba, ang mga birds, they will try to uh, eat that seed. And hindi na yon uh, magagamit pa. So that's how they do it in the ancient Near East. It's pretty much different from what we are doing today. Now, uh, in Galatians 6, 7 to 10, it says here, Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will, will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Now, let me just mention a bit about this uh, verse uh, 7 that says here, for whatever one sows, that will uh, he also reap. Now, whenever we sow something, 
then you will also reap something. By the way, this is different from karma. Hindi po tayo naniniwala sa karma bilang Kristiyano. Kasi po ang karma ay pang-Eastern uh, mindset po yan. Ibig sabihin, pang-Hindu mindset. And hindi po, tayo, hindi po tayo mga Hindu, mga Kristiyano po tayo. Kaya yung mga sinasabi nila na makakarma ka rin, that is not true. Because that we cannot find that in the scripture. And karma, ang, ang karma po, let me just uh, uh, take this uh, moment to explain this, na kung ano yung ginawa mo ngayon sa Hindu na mindset is that it could happen in the future kapag pinanganak ka sa future. May kahalo po yun na reincarnation. But for us, we don't believe in re- reincarnation because we, uh, we will not be born in the future. Isang beses lang po tayong mamatay. At pagkatapos noon, pupunta na po tayo kay Lord. So therefore, in this sense, this is not talking about karma because we know that even though um, some things happen to you, trials and testings, we, we can really say that uh, God is punishing you because of the things, of course, that you did in the past na hindi tama. And there are times na meron kang ginagaw, meron nangyayari sa yung testing sa buhay mo, pero and yet wala, namang, wala ka namang ginawang mali sa buhay mo. Like for example, Job himself, he did not sin against God, but he went through some testings in his life. That is not karma, but that is just, of course, the testing of the Lord. So in this case, for whatever one sows, that will he, that will he also reap. Meaning, if you, if you saw something, of course, uh, we could see this in, in this way, that if you saw something, then you will also reap the same thing. For example, in the case of the family, kapag tayo po ay uh, nagso ng uh, salita ng Panginoon sa puso po ng ating mga anak, then one day, ang mga anak po natin ay magkakaroon po ng takot sa Diyos. And that is why it's very, very important that you as a parents will sow that seed in the heart of your children and give the time to sow that seed in the heart of your children so that one day you will also reap even your children will also uh, you will also see the changes and the difference that your children will do when the time comes sa ngayon kumbaga ang ginagawa mo is that nagsasow ka lang ng seed the same thing as well with your relatives with your friends just continue to sow and when you sow we're, we're talking of the word of God because the seed there is actually the word of the Lord so once you uh, do that, then something will happen. Changes will happen. And again, uh, we also have here in verse 9, and let us know, not grow weary of doing good, for in due season will we, we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. In other words, what, whatever that you do, especially for the Lord, and if you are sowing that kind of seed, then one day you will reap that, and who knows, one day that person will come to know Jesus Christ. Who knows, that person will follow Jesus Christ. So that's why you can continue on doing uh, whatever that you believe that the Lord is telling you to do, sowing that seed, sowing that seed of the Word of God, using whatever that you can in order to bring the gospel to different places or in your workplace. Just continue on doing that because one day, these people will surrender their life to Jesus Christ. Pagdating ng araw, there was a time wherein... Uh, Yung aking uh, kaibigan, no? my friend, uh, he, he shared the gospel to me. But more than that, ang tinitingnan ko talaga sa kanya, yung kanyang changes. In other words, yung transformation niya. Dahil imagine, ka, kami mang mga magbabarkada, uh, I'm still studying during the time. And how many are we? Mga 13 kami na mga uh, magbabarkadang lalaki. Pero isa bukod tanging, nag-iisa siya na born again. So, every time na lumalabas kami, nag-iinuman kami. Tinitingnan namin ko, tinitingnan ko personally kung anong order niya. So kami, ang order namin, mga beer at mga alak, pero siya, ang order niya, juice. So sabi ko sa kanya, alam mo, ang talaga, number one talaga na, na, na nagtulak sa akin rin para maniwala 
sa, sa mga sinasabi mo, eh yung talagang pagbabago mo sa buhay. In other words, nakita ko that there is really a change in you because kapag nakita kong double standard ang buhay mo, hindi ako maniniwala sa'yo. I will not li- really believe you, especially the things that you are saying because you are not living out your faith. And that is why we, we as a Christian, if we want to win people for the Lord, we don't have to live a double standard kind of life. Wag po kayong mabubuhay sa isang double standard na life na kapag san- Sunday, Krisano kayo, pagka halimbawa Monday to Saturday, eh, nasa kaaway kayo. Kaya nga lumalabas, ang nangyayari, eh, praise the Lord pagka Sunday, tapos erase the Lord pagka Monday to Saturday. Kung bagang ginagawa nyo, tinatanggal nyo ang Panginoon sa sistema ninyo. I hope that that will not be in our way. We, we, we hope that uh, these people will really see our life consistently living, you know, our life as a Christian. And so, you are sowing that kind of seed as well in the lives of these people. Now, in the book of Luke, chapter 6.45, it says, The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. In other words, kapag punong-puno po tayo ng salita ng Panginoon, punong-puno po tayo ng kanyang uh, mensahe, then it will really come out of our mouth. Lalabas po yan. I mean, you will notice ang mga krisyano po, kapag halimbawa nagkwento po yan, palaging kasama si Lord sa kwentuhan. Naalala ko tuloy isang ano, isang kiss ng isang tatay sa kanyang anak. Sabi niya, alam mo, ang fi- parang, parang ang, ang dating mo sa parang ang yabang mo. Sabi niya, so, sa anak niya, sa anak niya. Sabi, bakit naman po? Eh kasi pag nagkwento ka, parang akala mo, parang dikit kay ni Lord eh. Parang dikit kay ni Lord. Parang bang, alam mo, sabi ni Lord. Alam mo, kinausap ako ni Lord. Sabi ni Lord, parang bang, ba- ba't ako hindi nangyayari sa akin? Yun ang sabi ni Lord. Kinausap ako ni Lord. Alam mo, ito hindi pinapagawa sa akin ni Lord. Eh, ganun po ang isang krisyano kapag halimbawang nakikipag-usap kayo sa kanya. You know, laman ng bibig po palagi niya ang Panginoon. And you will notice that in your life as well. Because whenever you talk to people, sometimes you will mention the Lord in your conversation. And sabi mo kasi, ano eh, uh, sabi ni Lord kasi, uh, ano, ibigay ko sa iyo to. O kaya sabi ni Lord, uh, ano, ano eh, kinausap ko nga si Lord kung saan ako mag, magtatrabaho. Something like that. And sometimes, you know, people are really amazed. Ano, ano, parang, parang masyado kayong dikit ni Lord ah. Parang, Bakit ako hindi nangyayari sa akin yan? Because, I mean, that is the abundance of your heart. Lumalabas sa puso mo. Lumalabas sa puso mo. Dahil, ano, you are always diving in in, your, in, your, uh, in His Word and at the same time, connecting with Him always. So whenever you connect with the Lord always, then you will really see that it will just come out, you know, in, in your conversation. And again, that is, of course, speaking of out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Now, we're going to uh, talk about preparing the heart for the Word of God because we're, we're really focusing on the Word of the Lord. And the seed here is the Word of God. And every time that we speak, it will really come out of our heart. So preparing the heart for the Word of God. Well, the first here is that we have to avoid a confused heart. Whenever we prepare our heart, let's avoid a confused heart. The Bible is clear when it says in Luke chapter 8, let me just uh, read uh, verse 12, The ones along the path are those who have heard, then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. Inaalis po ng kaaway, ng jablo ang salita ng Panginoon sa kanilang puso so that they may not believe and be saved. In other words, kapag halimbawang hindi po yan lumanding yung salita ng Panginoon sa isang matabang lupa, the tendency is that the enemy will be the one to get it at hindi yan magbubunga. It will not, no? It will not. Now, it is interesting because it says in Proverbs 4.23, it says, Guard your heart more than anything else because the source of your life flows from it. Now, 
it says there, the word heart there really means will, feelings, or intellect. Magkarugtong po yan lahat. Will, feeling, at saka intellect. Whenever you talk to a Jewish person or a person during the time, pag sinabi ng, in fact, yung word na heart po na yan, hindi talaga, uh, ano eh, sa kanila, lumalabas para siyang uh, kidney ang dating. No? Because sometimes when we say, mahal kita ng buong puso ko, sa kanila, there's a tendency na ang puso na yun, hindi yung puso talaga, kundi yung kidney mismo. Eh, hindi, ang sama naman pakinggan kapag sinabi sa atin yun, mahal kita ng buong atay ko. Okay? <laughs> hindi na, parang samang pakinggan. Sa atin kasi, mas maganda pakinggan yung puso eh. Mahal kita ng buong puso ko. So therefore, you, whenever it says, guard your heart, you have to guard your heart. That simply means that you have to not just guard your heart, but also at the same time, your emotion and at the same time, your intellect. Because if you will not guard your heart in that area, lalabas, ano eh, pwedeng gamitin ng kaawayan. And all of these things, of course, the enemy will just rip or, or get, you know, the word of the Lord. Tapos ang mangyayari niyan is that hindi, because those people, hindi sila, ano eh, hindi sila guided do sa area niyan. Especially, we're talking here of the unbelievers. No? We're talking of those people who have not known the Lord. And the reason is that punong-puno po yung kanilang puso ng mga ibang mga bagay. At hindi prepared. Nung sinabog yung seed na yon, hindi nakalanding sa isang matapang lupa. Kung kaya ang daling makuha kaagad ng kaaway. And let me just uh, mention to you that there are, I mean, if you are familiar with the Ivy League schools, no? ang Ivy League schools po ay ito. No? Uh, ito ay ang Brown University. We have here Columbia University, Cornell University, Dartmouth, Harvard, Pennsylvania, Princeton and Yale. If you are schooled in the school, I mean, ibig sabihin matalino ka. You are you are really one of the elite students kapag halimbawa ikaw ay kasama dito. Now, this school, ito po mga school na ito, nagsimula po sila sa magandang standing meaning sa magand- sa Kristiyano. Okay? So, I mean the school were started most by Christian believers. In fact, one uh book says, in the name of education, it says, virtually all the Ivy League schools, namely Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Brown, Stanford, Dartmouth, University of California, University of Pennsylvania, and so forth, were the outgrowth of Christian education. So, imagine, doon nagsimula. Pero ngayon, ang nangyari, naging liberal na po ang mga schools na ito. They became so much liberal already. Kung baga, ang nangyari is that uh, hindi, na nila pinak- hindi nila pinansin ang salita ng Panginoon. But before, those schools, ang Ang purpose po ng mga school na yon is really to, ri- to raise up future ministers and future missionaries. Yun talaga yung pinaka-unang uh, goal nila, purpose nila. If you go to their motto, I mean, their motto is really coming from the Word of the Lord, galing sa salita ng Panginoon. But however, since, uh, I mean, uh, as time passed by, nagpalipat-lipat ng presidente, hanggang sa nangyari, hindi na believer yung presidente. So that's why, wala, naging corrupt na ngayon ang kanilang understanding to the point that they don't believe anymore the Word of God. That is why I would say that the enemy took that off. Hindi na, hindi na ngayon naging mataba ang lupa sa air na yon. It's like, you know, throwing the seed on the path. And the enemy has a way of doing that. That's why we are redeeming every school in our day and time. And we hope that every uh, student and in our movement, that's why we are reaching out to the many schools because we believe that out of those schools will come out the leaders of our land. Doon po nanggagaling ang mga leader ng ating bansa. Kaya kailangan po natin i-reach out ang mga eskwelahan. We have to saturate all the schools with the word of the Lord. At, ibabal- at ibabalik po natin uli yon, even in the U.S. And that's what we, do- we are doing as every nation. 
Now, that's why I won't be surprised that there are books. May mga libro po na nakalagay rito, How to Stay Christian in College or College Ministry in a Post-Christian Culture or The Everloving Truth, Can Faith Thrive in a Post-Christian Culture? Now, these books are meant to be read by Christians who are studying in college. Kasi imagine mo, pagka nag-aral sila sa college doon sa states, tapos bago sila lumabas, nagiging atheist ang mga estudyante, hindi na sila kumikilala sa Diyos. Why? Because of the cultures that they have. Because of some professors who are atheists. And kaya as a parent, as a mother and as a father, you really have to the, sow the seed in the hearts of your children. Huwag niyo pong hayaan na hindi niyo po gawin ang inyong responsibility to really sow the seed of the gospel in the hearts of your children. Because one day, the faith of our children will be tested. Darating po ang araw na ang kanilang pananampalataya po ay matetest pag sila po ay kasama na nila ang kanilang mga kaklase at mga kaibigan. Doon na matetest kung talagang sila ay magsasabi ng ayoko, hindi ko gagawin yan kasi hindi tama yan. Ang daling magsabi ng mga anak natin sa ngayon na ayaw nila, hindi nila gagawin yung mga hindi tama. Why? It's because we are there. But if, if they are already with their friends, let's see how the Word of God will, will work in their life when the time comes and even the Holy Spirit of the Lord will also move in their life and they will say no to sin kahit na hindi ka nakatingin. That is why as a parent, this is our responsibility to even sow that seed in the hearts of our children. Allow it to land in a good soil. Deuteronomy 6, 4-7 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Sino kaya ang kausap rito ng author ng Deuteronomy? And now if you will move on to the next passage, it says, You shall teach them diligently to your children. In other words, ang kausap po ng Diyos ay ang mga magulang to the point that they have to teach this diligently to their children. That is why if a seed is sown in the path, then lalabas yan, lalo na kung halimbawa ang lupa ay hindi po... Uh, Pataba, then ang tendency po niyan ay it will be taken. That's why, again, our responsibility here is to really so, not just to our children, but even to the people around us. The word of the Lord must be sown in every, uh, in, in every, every heart of uh, every people. It says there, and let me just continue on, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. It also says, in 2 Timothy 1.5 reminds us also that this is what Timothy experienced before. Sabi dito, I am reminded of your sincere faith. Sabi ni Paul, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice and now I am sure dwells in you as well. So imagine the, how the grandmother planted the seed in the uh, heart of uh, the mom of Timothy and then Timothy also received the word from his mom. Sunod-sunod. Kaya nga, again, speaking of this word, wag po natin hayaan, don't get out of that responsibility, but always fulfill your responsibility to remind them. Magsasaw, kumbaga parang, wag mong hayaan na hindi mo pag-usapan ang Panginoon wherever you go. And that is your responsibility. If you have loved ones who have not yet known the Lord, asawa mo, or mother mo, or tatay mo, I mean, you just have to always uh, plant that seed. Kumbaga, hindi mo alam kung kailan tutubo yan. And there will be a time wherein they will come to know Jesus Christ already as Lord and Savior. 
And that's the power of the word of the Lord. Always be reminded of that. Aside from avoid, and this will of course avoid confusion on their end. Because kapag halimbang malinaw po ang pagkakalatag po natin ng salita ng Panginoon sa kanila, then they will not be confused. And eventually, they will, always, they will be strong to embrace the word of the Lord. They will be strong to embrace the truth of the word of the Lord. Second is that you have to avoid a wobbly heart as well. Whenever you plant a seed, it, it also even avoids us having this wobbly heart. When I say wobbly heart, ibig sabihin yung umuuga na puso. Umuuga, yung tipong hindi po maganda ang pundasyon. Meron po mga tao na kapag halimbawang sila po ay uh, tumanggap, no? ibig sabihin, when they, when they receive the word, yung puso hindi po prepared to the point na umuuga, ang pundasyon hindi po naka, nakatuntong sa Panginoon. Now, let me just read first in verse 13. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But this have no root. They believe for a while and in time of testing fall away. Not, let me just um, dissect this a moment, in a few, a few moments. It, say, it says here, And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. Receive it with joy. Emotional sila. Tuwang-tuwa sila. Kung baga para makikita mo na, may mga taong ganun, na, Naku, nagkabalikan na kami talaga nung tinanggap ko si Lord, nagkabalikan na kami. Nung tinanggap ko si Lord, ako, ano, alam mo na promote ako nung tinanggap ko si Lord. Talagang tuwang-tuwa. Para bang ang nangyari, nakasandal yung pagtanggap nila sa promotion. Nakasandal yung pagtanggap nila doon sa pagka- pagbalik- pagbalikan nila ng dalawa ng boyfriend niya. O kaya, nakasandal yung pagtanggap niya sa Panginoon sa kanyang pagaling. And what if you are, you are tested again in that particular area? Paano kung na-test ka ulit sa area na yon? sasabihin mo, ako, ba't ganito? Ba't naulit na naman? Siguro hindi totoo. So kaya, the tendency is that for you to shy away and not attend and not read the Bible and not pray to the point that you will now become cold in your relationship with the Lord. And people, I mean, fall away. I mean, they, 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 they just do the things that they, are, they want to do Tapos hindi na sila babalik minsan sa fellowship. O kaya hindi na sila atin na church. Why? Because something happened to them already. Parang feeling nila, parang, ba't ganyan? Ba't ginawa sa akin ni Lord yan? To the point that they will blame the Lord for the things that happened in their life. Now, in Luke 6, 46-49, it says here, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. Ito nga yung explanation rito ni Jesus. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against the house and could not shake it because it had been well built. In other words, once a house is built on the rock, then it's impossible for you to really uh, uh, shake that. Hindi yan uuga, hindi yan magigiba because it's on the rock. Sa Israel po, when I went there, um, Ang mga bahay po ay nakatayo po yan sa gilid normally kasi para, ano, bulubundukin po kasi roon. So whenever they build a house, kailangan matiba yung pagkakatayo ng bahay niyon sa bato. And unlike and they don't want to build their house on a sand because wala po, kumbaga, ang, ang, may mga bahay po na nasa gilid po ng bundok. That's why they have to build it on that particular uh, rock. And that simply means uh, the foundation should be strong. And that foundation is none other than Jesus Christ. That's why he used that illustration. In the next verse, it says, But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell. 
and the ruin of that house was great. Talagang as in bagsak agad. Now, you will never notice kapag halimbang wala po tayong salita ng Panginoon, kapag hindi po tayo nafe-feed spiritually, I mean, you may be okay now, but after a few months and a few years, pag hindi po natin kinukonek ang sarili natin sa Panginoon at sa salita niya, there will be a time that there will be an implosion that will happen. Ibig sabihin, unti-unti dahan-dahan, manlalamig tayo, unti-unti dahan-dahan, lalayo tayo to the point that hindi mo alam yung pala malayo ka na sa Panginoon. Ang tawag po doon is implosion. Well, what is implosion? Let me just show you a building that was imploded inside. Now, notice that implosion is something that is happening inside. Ang ginawa nila, kinabitan nila ng mga matitinding, uh, hindi sito ha, okay? <laughs> Baka, ano yun, iniinom yata yung sito eh. Uh, how do you call it explosive? C- C4, okay? Sasabihin ko sana C5 eh. Okay? Kalsada yun eh. C4, okay? Sa mga, sa mga pillars niya. To the point that when they ex- nag-explode yun sa inside, so implosion ang tawag ron. It is like also a spiritual implosion on our end. A spiritual implosion happens where an intense inward collapse is slowly taking place that may lead to a callous heart. This spiritual condition many times has a hard time recovering. Kaya nga kailangan maging maingat po tayo pagdating sa nangyayari po sa ating buhay. If there are times wherein we uh, feel like we are already, you know, uh, drawing ourselves apart from the Lord and far away from Him, then we have to be reminded to go back to Him once more and say, Lord, Panginoon, masyado na yata akong focus sa iba. Lord, ang nangyayari, parang naging wobble na yung aking ano, gumag- yung puso ko hindi na nakatayo sa pundasyon. That is why I, I have to go back once more to you. That's why I would say that this spiritual implosion could happen if we will place our foundation in, you know, something else. Kapag nilagay natin sa ibang mga bagay. There are people who place their foundation on money. Kapag marami kang pera sa banko, okay ka. Pero paano kung halimbawa wala na? O kaya kapag halimbawa medyo nagdidipit na ang pera mo sa banko? O kapag wala ka na masyadong pera para ipambayad sa tuition anak mo? Then, all of a sudden, Ang mangyari, mag-iisip ka na ngayon na mangutang to the point that mababaon ka sa utang at pagagalitan mo si Lord, sasabihin, Lord, bakit ganito? Ba't nyo ko hiniyaan magkaganito? Sisisi mo ang Panginoon, eh ikaw naman ang utang. Money could be a result of that if you will like, you know, uh, stand on the foundation of money. Other people will also stand on the foundation of emotion. Emotion, pagdating sa mga relasyon. Relationship. Kapag halimbawang, uh, sabi nga ng iba, ano, meron akong isang uh, kakilala, sabi niya, uh, bak- tinanong ko siya, sabi ko, bakit walang picture ng asawa? Ano to, uh, uh, this person is not a believer, no? He's not, uh, this person is not a Christian. Tinanong ko siya, sabi ko, bakit wala yata ang picture ng uh, mister mo? Okay, sa, sa wallet mo. but picture ng mga anak mo? Ay, okay lang, ano, kahit na walang picture ng mister ko, yung mga anak ko importante sa akin. Parang gusto kong sabihin, paano kung nawala ang mga anak mo? Kunyari, may nangyari. And there are people na bumibigay kapag halimbawang ang kanilang mahal sa buhay ay kinuha ng Panginoon. To the point na manlalamig sila at lalayo sa Panginoon. And that will also, of course, uh, test our, our, our faithfulness to the Lord. Na ang nangyari is that dahil lang basa nanjan kumpleto tayong lahat, malapit tayo sa Panginoon, paano kung merong time na na-test tayo sa area na yon? 
what will happen to us. And remember, God has a way of rocking our world. Meron pong, meron pong way ang Panginoon para ugain ang mundo natin kapag nakikita po niya na ang ating atensyon ay kinukuha na po na isang persona o na isang bagay. Hindi niya po hahayaan na makuha nat nat natin yung isang bagay na yon at mapaltan po siya sa ating puso. God will do something about that. That is why we have to always be careful to always go back to Him and say, Lord, it's all about You. It's not about my family. It's not about the people around me. It's all about You. God is a way of rocking our world. People sometimes also try to, you know, lean on their family. Not just family, but also in their career. Papano kung halimbawang nakik out kayo sa trabaho? Nawalan tayo ng trabaho. Magagalit ba tayo sa Panginoon? Paano kung tagal-tagal bago tayo bigyan ng trabaho? Magtatampo ka na ba sa Panginoon? Hindi na ako atin na santi. Kasi dahil ano eh, matagal na ako nagpipray kay Lord. Ng trabaho, hindi pa rin ako binibigyan ng trabaho. Is that a way? In other words, are you going to lean on that foundation? Dahil lang sa hindi pa binibigay sa'yo ang trabaho yon, Or dahil sa you are going through this kind of testing and trial in your life? At magtatampo ka sa Panginoon? Again, is your heart shaking right now? Kumbaga, umuuga ba ang puso mo? At ang mangyari, if you place your foundation on that, money, emotion, family, career, it's, wab- it's wobbly. Hindi po uubra yan. Babagsak yan pagdating ng araw. In other words, it cannot sustain. God is a way of testing, of course, our faith in Him. How about, you know, our business? What if our business get, get bankrupt? O kaya nalugi? O kaya may nangyari? Are we going to hate the Lord? Are we going to say, Lord, but ganito? Nagbabayad naman ako ng tama sa BIR. Honest naman ako sa lahat ng transaction ko. Bakit yung isang kasama ko, hindi honest? Nagpo, nagpo-prosper yung business niya. At may kotse pang bago. Ako, ito, ito ko pa rin yung kotse ko. 1979 model pa rin. Ba't ganun, Lord? Again, it is not about the things around us, but it's about our heart. Nasaan ba ang puso natin? Business. Health. Pag nauga tayo sa ating health, kapag halimbawang tinamaan tayo ng isang sakit, at pag sinabi ng doktor na dalawang taon na lang, at magtatanong ka sa Panginoon, Lord, bakit ganito? Active pa man din ako sa ministry. Lahat ng tao kinakamayan ko, Lord. Nakangiti ako palagi, Lord. But ganito? Ano nangyari? May ginawa ba akong mali? May kasalanan ba ako, Lord? And sometimes, people tend to check themselves and say, Lord, may kasalanan. Kahit na wala kang ginawa, talagang uungkatin pa. Lord, may ginawa yata ako, Lord. Parang feeling mo, parang si Lord, parang pinapagalitan ka at pinaparusahan ka. Again, God will not do that. But there are times wherein there are testings in our life. That's why don't allow your heart to be wobbly. Huwag po natin hayaan na umuga po ang ating puso. Our foundation must always be on Jesus Christ. And last is, of course, experience. Pagdating sa mga experiences. And some people, especially with what happened in Tacloban, may mga tao po na bumigay po sa kanilang pananampalataya because of they, they have seen a lot of dead people. They've experienced a lot of dead people. And they, they've talked to some, some women that, let's say, for example, that this lady experienced, let's say, rape, multiple rape, and sasabihin na, Lord, bakit nyo inalaw itong bagay na ito? Bakit nangyari ito? 
siguro wala talagang Diyos. And they will not question the existence of God. Do not even allow that to happen. Always put your foundation on Jesus. And the problem is that these things, ito pong mga bagay na ito, mas malalaki kaysa sa pangalan ng Panginoon. Lumili ituloy ang pangalan ng Diyos. Nakasan, nakas, para bang nakasandal yung ang, ang, ang Panginoon dito sa lahat ng ito, sa pilar na ito. That's why speaking of that, we have to again knock that off. Kapag, ang dali pong ano eh, ang dali pong bumigay kapag nandun po ang ating pundasyon eh. Bibigay po yan, one day or another. That is why we have to always hang on to the Lord, cling on to Him. Romans 9.21 says, A potter has the right to do whatever he wants with his clay. He can make something for a special occasion or something for everyday use from the same lump of clay. Sino ba tayo para tanungin ang Lord at questionin siya at sabihin, Lord, wala kayong karapatang gawin ito sa akin. We have no right to say that. God will do whatever that He will do in our life for His own glory and honor. Are you aware of what happened to the blind person? Yung blind person... In fact, sabi nga ng mga apostles, sinong may kasalanan siya yung mga magulang niya? Pero ang sagot ni Lord is different. Sabi niya, Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. In other words, you just don't know. What if, for example, you have encountered this kind of testing in your life at pagdating ng araw, this will result and rebound to the glory and honor of the Lord, then so be it. Ang Panginoon pa rin ang mapapapurihan sa mga nangyayari sa ating buhay. Tandaan nyo, ginagawa po ng Panginoon ang storya natin. May mga testimony po tayo. At ang ilan sa, sa atin, marami sa atin, most probably, in the making yung mga storya. In the making. Tandaan mo, do not, do not think that God is trying to play with you. But God is building our own story so that our life can give glory and honor to Him. Maaaring sabihin mo, Pastor, dumadaan ako sa ganitong pagsubok na aking buhay. Ibig sabihin yan, May sinusulat ang Panginoon. Sinusulat niya yung istorya mo. At dapat maging excited ka. Mas matindi pa to sa mga teraserye. Yeah, mas matindi pa to. Kasi ano eh, pangalan ni Jesus ang maitataas dito. Tandaan mo, pangalan niya ang maitataas dito, hindi pangalan natin. That is why speaking of this foundation again, dapat ang Panginoong Jesus ang nasa pilar na may kita po natin. At ang lahat po ay nasa taas lang noon. And you will see the difference. It will be so strong, it will not be wobbly. Na kahit na anong klaseng dumating sa ating buhay, trials, difficulties, and testings ang dumating, hindi po kayang gibain yan. Antibay po yan. Napakatibay po yan. Aatras po yan. That is why we have to understand that with Jesus Christ, it's a sure foundation. The Bible is clear when it says, 1 Corinthians 3.11, For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ is our foundation? Aren't you glad that we deserve? I believe that He deserves going honor. Jesus Christ is our foundation. Kaya pakiremind naman yung katabi mo sabi mo si Kristo ang ating pundasyon. Sabi mo sa kanya si Kristo palagi ating pundasyon. Okay? Si Kristo ang pundasyon. Hindi hindi yung hindi yung boyfriend mo ang pundasyon ha. Hindi yung girlfriend mo ha. Hindi yung pera mo sa bangko ang pundasyon. Hindi yung health mo ang pundasyon. Si Kristo ang pundasyon natin. Siya ang pundasyon natin palagi. Don't allow your hearts to be wobbly. Third is that avoid a compromising heart. Wag po tayo compromise Do not even compromise. What do I mean by this? In Luke 8.14, it says here, And as for what fell among the thorns, there are those who hear, 
but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares or by the anxiety, okay, and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit is not mature. Now, let me focus on the word cares. Yung cares po neto, merim na po ito, which is, of course, anxiety also. It could trans- be translated as anxiety. Yung anxious ka palagi. Nag-iisip ka palagi, di ba? May mga iba kasi talagang walang magawa. Gusto lang mag-iisip palagi. Talagang gusto niya mag-iisip palagi. Gusto niya magka-problema palagi. Para bang, wala, parang trip lang niya magka-problema. <laughs> talagang kasi, ano eh, para bang, pwede ba magpahinga ka naman sa pro, ano, sa kaiisip? Kasi wala, walang mangyayari sa'yo kapag alimahong isip ka na isip. I mean, pa- ibigay mo lang kay Lord yan. I mean, give it to the Lord. There are people, meron, meron akong isang na uh, nakilala isang tao na uh, I mean so sobrang isip niya para bang lahat na lang ng gagawin niya parang may mangyayari okay ayoko ayoko ano ayoko sa mga masisikip na mga lugar baka mamaya bigla ako atakihin ayoko sa ano baka ayoko magpaiwan sabay baka mamaya masunog yung bahay lahat na lang ng mga hindi magaganda na iisip I mean sabi ko <laughs> kaya sabi ko I mean release yourself from that that's a spirit that's a spirit of depression spirit of fear Release yourself from those things because it is not really good. It will it it it, it will shorten your life. Iikli ang buhay mo jan. And people tend to compromise in that area. Now I would say that that cares as well. Yung cares and anxiety is also something that we could say na kapag alimbawang masyado ka nag-aalala sa future mo, kaya ang nangyari pagdating sa pera. Trabaho ka ng trabaho, kahit ka ng kayod, pati Sunday kin talagang kahit ng kayod, hindi ka na nakakaalala sa panginoon. At wala na. Hindi ka na nagsishare ng gospel. Hindi, ka nag, hindi mo nang binabanggit si Jesus sa trabaho mo. Kasi nakafocus ka na lang. Sa, I have nothing against money. We need money. I mean, praise God because we have jobs and we have business. But the point here is that if you are so much focused on what you're doing, especially in the area of money, something is wrong that you forget the Lord already. Pag nakakalimutan po natin ng Panginoon. Kaya nga po hindi ko palagi, ano eh, naalala ko palaging kwentong yun talaga. Nakapagalimbap, ano, mayroon isang pastor na pinag-pray yung isang ano, member ng kongregasyon. Sabi, pastor, pag-pray ako, wala akong trabaho. Ha, ganun ba? Ilang taon na, ma- matagal-tagal na, pastor. Sige, pag-pray kita, Lord God, magbigyan niyo po siyang trabaho, Lord. Talaga, as in, pinag-pray siya na, Lord, I pray that you will open the door for him to be able to work. Lord, and after a prayer, talagang, as in, medyo naging busy. At it took, months, it took years, at nakita sila ng pastor sa loob ng mall. Asa ah, hindi uh, ka nga rito, ang tagal natin hindi nakita. Uy, ah. pastor, sorry ha, ah. alam mo, answered prayer. Pagkapag-pray niyo po talaga, ano, as in, noong week na yon nagka-open door talaga. Hindi, nanggap ako sa trabaho, na-promote na po ako, pastor. Ay, talaga, hindi ka nga rito, mag-pray kita ulit. Lord, tanggalin nyo nga po ng trabaho to, Lord. Dahil masyadong busy na sa kanyang ano eh, wala, nawawala ng panahon sa inyo, Lord eh. Ayoko ipagpray sa inyo, okay? <laughs> and I hope that we will always remember the Lord because there are people who are, you know, before they are Christian believers, they are so much passionate in the Lord, pero nakalimutan nila ang Panginoon. And we all understand that these two people are also believers before they are followers of the Lord, pero nakalimot, kumbaga parang nga, nag-focus sila masyado sa kanilang career to the point that they don't anymore want to follow the Lord. And we don't want to be in that way. And it happens. Kahit na hindi sa mga sikat, kahit sa mga ordinaryong tao, it happens. That is why don't compromise your faith. Huwag po natin i-compromise ang ating pananampalataya. And he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious, do not worry. Do not worry. Sabi natin, do not worry. 
Do not worry. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor nor about your body, what you will put on. Huwag kang mag-alala sa isusuot mo. Huwag kang mag-alala sa kakainin mo. Huwag kang mag-alala. Do not worry about those things. It says there, for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Huwag kang mag-alala. Don't worry about that. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither st- storehouse nor barn. And yet God feeds them. Oh, how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Let me move on to the next verse. In verse 29, jumping to the verse 29. And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things. Yung mga hindi mananampalataya, they seek after these things. And your Father knows that you need them. Alam na po ng Diyos ang pangailangan natin. Hindi po natin kailangan mag-compromise sa ating pananampalataya. Alam na ng Diyos ang ating mga kailangan. Instead, ang sabi dito, seek His kingdom and these things will be added to you. Huwag kang mag-alala. Huwag kang masyadong parabang uh, ang nag-aalala ka sa future mo. Kumbaga, ang focus mo palagi yung mga bagay sa mundong ito to the point that, you know, hindi mo na nagagawa yung dapat mong gawin para sa Panginoon. Masyado ka ng abala sa paghahanap. Eh, pastor, kasi 40 na ako eh. Wala pa rin talaga, naliligaw eh. I mean, just focus on the Lord and His kingdom and you will see. I mean, I mean, God will. God is already preparing that person for you. Wag kang magalala. Okay, focus on His kingdom. Focus on Him. Nagalala ka pa. This book says, the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament says, the New Testament realizes that life is swayed by care. Itong, itong life po na to ay swayed by care. Concern is unavoidable, but it is given a new orientation. Liberation from it comes as one casts it upon God. Not because God grants every wish, hindi po yon, but because prayer grants freedom from care. Kaya pag nag-aalala po kayo, ipanalangin nyo lang sa Panginoon. It releases you from, from the cares and the worry of this world. Panginoon, meron po akong sakit, pero Lord, nag, hindi po ako mag-aalala kasi alam ko kayo ang Diyos na nagpapagaling sa akin. Lord, Panginoon, yung mga anak ko, nandoon at wala po siyang kasama, nag-aaral sila, hindi ko alam po sino mga kaibigan na, pero Lord, I lift up you know, their friends to you, kayo ang mag-provide ng mga kaibigan sa kanila, ng mga may takot sa inyo, Panginoon. Lord, kayo magdala ng mga kaibigan yun. Release yourself from those cares. Do not compromise to the point of worrying. Do not compromise to the point of you will, of course, abandon your faith. To be anxious for food and clothing is opposed to concern for the kingdom of God. Naturally, we have to work but we cannot secure life by care. Our concern must be what? The kingdom. The kingdom. Nagtatrabaho ka, focus on the kingdom of, kingdom of the Lord. Lord, kaya ako may trabaho kasi Lord, alam kong gagamitin niyo ako rito. Lord, kaya ako na-promote kasi Lord, hindi para lang sabihin sa kanila na na-promote ako. Pero Lord, to influence the people, you know, under me for Jesus Christ. Lord, kaya ako, kaya ako mag, magkakaroon ng asawa. Hindi dahil sa ayokong tumanda ng mag-isa. Kasi alam kong dalawa kami, partner kami in advancing your kingdom. I mean, that's, that's how you think. Come on, give God a praise. Kasi minsan alam mo, alam niyo po, kasi ang tao po talaga makasirili. Makasi, I mean, by nature, selfish po talaga ang tao. That is why we always have to deflect it to the Lord and say, Lord, this is all for you. It is not about me. Gumaling ka, it's not for you, it's for the Lord. 
In other words, release yourself from those compromises of focusing on yourself. Luke 8.14 says, And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. The word riches here means abundance, external possessions. And I hope that this will not also compromise us to the point na dahil marami lang tayong pinugamit, marami, malaki ang bahay natin, parang ang final, naku, ano, hindi ako makakapunta kayong Sunday kasi ang daming lilinisin sa bahay. Kasi medyo ano, limang kwarto eh. Parang gusto sabihin, Lord, ibalik ko kaya sa dalawang kwarto yung bahay mo para makaalala ka sa akin. Marami kasing coaching dapat linisin eh. Okay, kasi ano eh, dadalhin ko pa lahat sa ano eh. Sa mga palinisan eh. Sa mga car wash. Eh noon dati, nung isa lang ang coaching mo, ano eh, okay pa, nakakaalala kay Lord. Nung medyo dalawa na coaching, tatlo na coaching, hindi na malam ako ng gagawin. Riches, external possessions, pleasures of life. Aba. But Sunday na Sunday, whole day ang spa. Hindi nakaalala sa Panginoon. Umaga, spa. Pagdating sa hapon, yung pagpapagawa, I mean, sa buhok naman. Pagdating sa gabi naman, yung sa nails naman. Ay, bah, wala nang oras. Sunday na sa... Eh, kasi, Pastor, ano yun na talaga rest day ko eh. Ang rest day, rest day yung Sunday, to the point na Monday na naman hanggang Saturday, trabaho, na wala nang oras sa Panginoon. Again, sometimes these things happen. That's why do not allow the sensual pleasures, again, to really uh, draw us away from the Lord. Yung senses po natin. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? The word forfeit here does not mean that we are going to um, forfeit our eternal life. Hindi po yun ang pinag-usapan dito. Ang word po rito sa Grego ay damage. Ibig sabihin that it, this could damage our soul kapag halimbawang inuna natin ang mundo. That is why what will it profit? And we don't want that to happen to us. Na madadamage po ang ating emotion, madadamage po ang ating intellect, madadamage po ang ating relationship. We don't want that to happen. But we will always, you know, align everything in accordance to the will of the Lord. And last is anchor in God's Word. Anchor in God's Word. Sino po rito meron po kayong Bible, physical Bible? Sa bah- physical Bible? Sige, taas po ang kamay. Okay, yan. Physical Bible. Electronic Bible. Ayun, maraming mga modern na. Yeah. And I hope that we will read that always. Basahin po natin, anchor yourself on God's Word as for, uh, as for that in the good soil. They are those who, hearing the Word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Bear fruit with patience. Kapag halimbawa po naka-anchor po tayo sa salita ng Panginoon, then we are bearing fruit. Ano po ba yung mga fruit ng Holy Spirit? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Lahat ng yun lalabas po sa ating buhay. It will come out. Hindi po nyo pipilitin yan. Lalabas po yan if we anchor ourselves on the word of the Lord. And people will see that in our life as well. Mahikita po yan. Hindi po yan yung parang pinipilit. Hindi po kinakalburo yan. Yan po ay lalabas ang kusa. As long as we anchor ourselves on the word of the Lord. Psalm 1, 1 to 3, and I hope that we will remember this. Blessed is the man who walked not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Not read, but meditates day and night. It says there. And sabi dito, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither in all that he does. Anangyari? He prospers. That's what the Lord wants. He wants us to prosper. And He wants us to, of course, experience abundant life as we live our life here 
in this world so that we can be a blessing and a channel of blessing and an instrument of blessing to the people around us so that we can lead more people for Jesus Christ. And I pray and I believe that as we do this, anchor ourselves on the word of the Lord, a lot of things will happen. Go back to the word of the Lord. Babalik ulit Panginoon. At the end of the day, it is not us who is sowing the seed. It's actually the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Siya po ang nagsasabog ng seed na yon. And we can see this in Matthew 13:37. He answered, the one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. That's why we have to be grateful always to the Lord and say, Lord, I want the seed to land on the good soil because once it lands on the good soil, it will grow. Can we all stand up right now? Think about these things. Is your heart wobbly right now? Medyo umuugaba ang puso mo. Are there some compromises that are happening in you? Or are you confused? There are, conf- there are some confusion right now at the back of your mind. It is our prayer that you will anchor yourself on the word of the Lord. Go back to the word of the Lord. Go back to Him, the word of God. And if you need prayer in this area and saying, Pastor, can you pray for me? That I will once more go back to Him. Anchor my faith on the Word of God. Believe in His Word. There are a lot of things that are happening in my life. Sometimes, na out of focus ako. And I need once more to be refreshed and to go back to His promises. If that is you, without looking around, just raise up your hand right now and let me pray for, for you right now. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you are going to remind your people, Lord, to go back once more to your word. I believe, God, that you are rekindling their hearts. You are rekindling, Lord, their spirit. Letting them know, Lord, that it's time for them to meditate on your word. I pray, God, that they will not just read your word, but meditate on your word. And I ask, God, that you will also remind them of your promises. There's a lot of promises in your word. 3,000 plus promises that are there in your word. And I ask, Lord, that you will always speak to them and remind them of your faithfulness. God, thank you so much for even releasing them from confusion, releasing them, Lord, from a faulty foundation. Release them, Lord, from anchoring themselves, Lord, from those pillars of emotion, pillars of family, pillars of business and even career that are so much wobbly. But Lord, teach them, Lord, to always anchor on you. Put their feet on that solid ground, the foundation, who is none other than Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Lord, for your love. And I pray, God, that you will continue to hold them by the hand and use them for your glory and honor. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen.